Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Pei Daf Ayin in Masechet Yoma. We are beginning on Daf Ayin Tet Amubet. Um, Jack, are you aware of? Uh, oh, we left it in Metivi. Oh, it's on Metivi. Metivi Datetanya. The last word, three words. Oh, Datetanya. Okay, fine. But three words before the end of the page on the. Mamash on the bottom line. Says the says the Gemara as follows. Tanya, we learned in the Bilaita. Rabbi Omer, call Hashiurin Kulan Bechazait. All the Shiurim of the Torah when regarding eating, Rashi says, are Kazait. Chutz mitumat ochlin, except for the Tumah of Ochel. That the Torah changed the way it ex- it expressed the, the when the Torah spoke about tumat ochlin it changed its way from the normal way to a different way and vishina hahamim b'shiuran and therefore the hahamim changed the shiur of that as well and the proof to this rule. That whenever the Torah changes its method of expression of the volume, the way it expresses the volume, that means we should change also the Shi'ur, is Yom HaKippurim. Now, says the Gemara, where do we see by Kippur that we change? So this we know already from last page. Milot the fact that Torah didn't say don't eat, and instead expressed the way of not to eat, with Lot Te'uneh, which we have to use some thumb action to figure out that it actually means eating and doesn't mean other things like taking suntans. So therefore, the fact that Torah did that, when it could have just said, Lot teaches you that it's got to have a different shiur. Umay shinu hang And in what way did the rabbis change the shiur? From, from a, a kazait, le kakoteve to the size of a date. Says the Gemara, which means well Rashi explains a little differently Rashi says why is Yom Kippurim the proof as opposed to the other statement let's say Tumat Ochlim being the proof in other words they both they both have a change of the Torah and they both have a change of the Shi'ur so why is one a bigger proof than the other one said in the Mishnah the other one said in the Mishnah so what's the difference? Says the Gemara. Meaning, if you're trying to learn it from Tumat Ochlin, I would say by Tumat Ochlin, Torah is just talking in a normal way. Because by Tumat, the Torah says a little, uh, a little different language. And I would have said that that language that Torah is using is actually um, normal. Now, what's normal? Now, it doesn't bring the pasuk, um, but you'll see it coming up now. Tumat ochlin kibetz aminalan, amar biabhu, amar bialazar, mikol aochel asher yachel. It says all food that you will eat. Kol aochel asher yachel. Now, those words asher yachel is extra. Now. You might have thunk, now I'm going to go back a drop. When we said before, you might have thunk 
that it's just it's just um, paralleling when he says kol you might say it's kol achal and therefore it's just a pasuk is just uh dekra and it's not necessarily here to, to teach you anything and therefore we need therefore it's not necessarily proof and that's why we need kippur to teach you that when we you have a change it's coming to teach you something right and we learn from that only food that comes from ochel okay it's coming to teach you oh here's Mr. Binyamin we called him we thought he forgot about the Dafyomi and sure enough he remembered it unbelievable so, that, so this food that they create from DNA what about impossible burger would be uh... Adrama the impossible burger comes from food even more right, not why? food comes from food you make one food from another food it's, right don't they use like uh, I don't know like fake uh I'm like saying, but they, 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 it's like they're cloning the other birds. Uh, are they cloning the other birds? Okay. The Emagdi asked the Gemara, perhaps it could be referring to a Gdi. A Gdi is a, why are you saying this size is the size of an egg? Because you're saying that an egg is food that comes from food. Right? Because the food comes from food, as opposed to food coming from the ground. Well, so does a baby goat. That would be a much bigger shield. Could be a guy who doesn't get tameh till he eats something the size of a whole baby goat. We don't call it food yet because it's, since alive things don't get tamehified, so therefore this live goat can't get tameh. And so therefore it's not ochel from ochel because it doesn't get ochel right away. It's not, it's not immediately ochel when it's when it's born. I says, well, Emma Ben Pikua. Uh, you guys know what a Ben Pikua is, right, Rabbis? Yes. Uh, ben Pikua. The breach. It came out for you. The breach. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you shecht an animal, and, and, and out of the animal comes a live animal, you could have a live animal walking around, and it's considered ochil right away, and you can eat it right away. And therefore, maybe it's referring to that because that is ochil me ochil, and it's much bigger. Why do you have to decide to say that it's a it's an egg? Says taun You still have to, even a, a even though you're allowed to eat a ben pikua, you still even though you have to even though you're allowed to eat a ben pikua, but you're not allowed to eat the blood of a ben pikua. And therefore, you still need to kill the Ben Pikua in order to remove the blood before you eat it. That's why I could chop up its leg. I don't have to kill it. But you can't eat blood. I don't have to kill it. I could chop up the leg and salt it. Right, but it needs chopping. You can't just bite it. Ouch. Which is an egg you can just bite. Okay? Mara says, okay. Ve'ema betzat baryuchni. Maybe it's the size of an egg of an ostrich egg. I don't know if a baryuchin is an ostrich, but it's a much bigger egg than a, uh, a dinosaur egg, whatever you want to, the, the, you know, the ones that are from, from the Flintstones, right? You know, one of these huge eggs that, um, that those, those eggs are much bigger. Why do you pick a chicken egg? Maybe it's that. So, you know, we have a general rule. 
Tafastam ruba lo tafasta, tafastam mu'at tafasta. Which means that when you, the Chachamim want you to figure that it's ochel me ochel. And the only thing that's ochel me ochel, which is not alive, is an egg. Right? So, does the, should we assume the Torah wants us to pick the biggest one or the smallest one? If you take the biggest one, maybe you should have taken smaller. But if you take the smallest one, then you're good. And therefore, we take the chicken egg because it's smaller than the bar egg. What about a fish? Fish egg? No, a fish. You don't have to do anything. You can just eat it. You have to kill it, no? Oh, so you want to say, why don't we say... Salmon. Well, ba- you, you think that baby salmons are bigger than eggs? Are what? Are bigger than chicken eggs? Uh, uh, tunas, tunas are huge. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they tend up being huge, but are they born huge? If I'm not mistaken, what I understand of them is that they come from tiny little eggs. And they become 1,500 pounds? Yeah. You can check it up later if you want, but if I'm not mistaken, they come from tiny eggs. And they develop into that, into little, little salmon and big salmon, and they just get big fast. Um, all, either way, even had you said it, it's not a bigger, bigger proof than the Bayuchni egg. The same bar, question on the Bayuchni you could ask on you. Right? At this point, what we're saying now is to fast and ruba, so it's not going to help you anything. Right? Says Mara, the Ema biuta tzipirta, the zuta tuba. Maybe it's a hummingbird egg. A hummingbird egg is tiny. Why'd you pick a big chicken egg? I thought you said tafasta, maruba, lo tafasta. Should always take the smallest. So the Gemara says, okay, we have a little problem. And the Gemara kind of takes a, a detour to have a new way to figure out how we know it's Beit Satanigo. Rabbi Abu Didayama, Rabbi Abu on his own says, it says, Mikol ha'ochel asher ye'achel. From any food that's eaten, teaches you, ochel sheata ochel batechat. That's food that you could eat in one fell soup. A person's throat can only swallow the something the size of a betzat tanigolet. And that's why we didn't take the betzat bayuchni. That's why we didn't take the betzat tzipirta. And that's why we didn't take Jack Zetuni's huge imaginary salmon. So it's funny because now it's the other way around. We we had a shiur and we just looked for something to to fill that shiur. It's not, you know what I'm saying? They already wanted the shiur of a bit for the so they looked for an egg that happened to be the chicken egg was that size. So it's not that. Oh, the shiur is a chicken egg. Right. So yeah, it is the other way around. Correct. According to this, Rabbi Abu Dideh. Yes. Okay. Says the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Elazar. Okay. If a guy eats chilev nowadays, where there's no bread to mikdash, and you can't bring a korban. He has to write down how much he ate. Now, this is very, very interesting. Maybe a later betin will come and will increase the shi'urim. And therefore, you need to know how much you ate because maybe it'll be enough. I think Mario is going to clarify. What does it mean they're going to, they're going to increase the shi'urim? Maybe they'll tell you that you're going to be on a smaller zayit, not a, right now we hold it's a big zayit, and maybe they'll say it's a peewee zayit, right? We hold it's a jumbo olive, and they hold it's a classic olive, right? 
it says if you don't do it, do it by accident. Hashem yidiato mevi korban, mevi korban shigato. Lo Hashem yidato en mevi korban shigato. So in other words, you have to have known that it's asur. Only, you only bring a korban for a shogeg if you knew it was asur and then you forgot. But if you didn't know, then you're not. So in other words, if nowadays we think that the size of a colossal olive is what's chayav, and later they're going to come tell you in the time of Mashiach, they say, oh, Jack, we got news for you. The size of a peewee olive is, and therefore, if you, therefore that's what, what the Gemara is telling you now that Rabbi Lezer holds. That if you ever eat chalev the size of a peewee olive, write it down. This way, in case they change the rules, you'll bring a carbon. What do you mean? Even if they change the rules, you still don't owe a carbon? Because since you weren't shav midiato, because you never had yidiyah about small peewee olive, you're not chayav. Are you with me or no? Welcome, Yosef Cohen. Ella. We're talking about the until you eat a big olive. Okay? So we're telling you maybe it's a bigger olive. Maybe now the shoe is less and you make the shoe that, that Maybe you won't be chayav. Right. right. Okay. Ulumai korban akazai katan bebashurim. The man wants to just clarify. This that you thought it was a smaller one. Why are you worried maybe yarbebashurim? Which means what the word yarbebashurim seems funny. It means you're gonna increase the shiur. It sounds like you're gonna decrease the shiur. Why do you call it Yalbeb Shurim? Why do you even think of that? Maybe we thought that maybe it meant increase the Korbanot because of the Shurim. Either way, it comes out that we have to write down if you eat Chelev now, because it comes out, right, if you eat a small amount of Chelev, because me, a lot, if you eat a smaller amount of Chelev, just the right amount of Chelev, just the right amount of Chelev, write it down so this way. In case they lower it, you don't bring a carbon for nothing. Oh. Now, there are those who ask the question that we hold which means you don't have to worry about what another rabbi says. If you have a rabbi nowadays, this is my rabbi. So, well, maybe that rabbi doesn't know what he's talking about. And, uh, uh, and I have to follow some other rabbi. Wait for another generation until we get a big rabbi. If someone's the rabbi generation, we follow him. I'm going to say, is that rabbi? We don't have to worry that maybe someone's smarter than him and is going to come with something else. He's a rabbi. If so, why you're writing down numbers? I thought we go, why have to write it down? It's because when the sheikh comes, that's bottom line, that's the end. Oh, so if you had, thank you, very good. No, that's not right. It's, if you had brought a carbon, according to the rabbi, of now, you following Rabbi Kasky on this one? So it's a gorgeous part. Says, if you would, if you would brought a cover now, and you said, listen, I followed him, if he said, bring a cover, I brought the cover. And later on, they come out, he's wrong, okay, it was the wrong thing. Who cares? I followed my Shofet Shemech, I don't care. But here, you didn't bring a carbon. You're just writing down something, because you can't bring a carbon. So therefore, you're gonna, you can't say, I'm going with the Shofet Shemech, because you didn't bring the carbon yet. And therefore, you have to go Dafka, when it comes to writing down, you have to go dafka with what's going to be later. That's why we're telling you to write it down. I think it's a, it's a very, very clear part.
No? Okay. So would that apply to everything or just a chela? Mm-hmm. I guess anything else that's korbanish. That anything else that's going to make you bring a korban and depends on sizes. sizes. Shabbat. I don't know exactly what. Something needs thought. After each case would need individual thought whether or not that would be different. But I guess it's true that any start a journal. Huh? Start a journal. Yeah, write the whole thing. Uh, Jack wants to know if he can write his journal on his smartphone because maybe when Mashiach comes he's not going to have a smartphone anymore and therefore he won't have his journal when he keeps his journal he's going to just talk to his phone and say hey Siri, write in my journal that I ate excited of this what? it's probably ready <laughs> Ivan, we're making some jokes here please don't pay attention we don't, we're not always joking the whole time okay Amar Biochanan you with us Ivan? Okay, you see where Shi'urim ve'onchin al-chal Moshe Messina. Okay, this Gemara needs work. Let's see if we're going to get it clear. The last one line is Shi'urim. Okay, it's about two-thirds of the way down. He says, Shi'urim ve'onchin al-chal Moshe Messina. Which means the Shi'urim and the punishments... Shi'urim shi'urim. What? Ar-halam. Ar-halam Moshe Messina. Says Gemara, onchin mechtechtivi. Torah tells you what the, the punishment. Why are you saying it's not, it's not a... It's not Elahaki Kamar. Shiurim shell on Shimalchal Moshe Messina. The Shiurim to tell you when you get punished, which means a kazayit of Khazir in order to get Malkut, those are halam. Says Gmala Tani Namiakwe Brighta. Shiurim shell on Shin Alchal Moshe Messina. Betino shall Achim Omnim Betin shall Yavitz Tiknum. So there's a machloket whether the Shiurim shell on Shim are actually halam. Or are they made by the Betin Shil Yabetz? Now, Yabetz, everyone knows who Yabetz is, right? Yabetz is the first Shofet, Otniel ben Kenaz. Okay? Why do they call him Yabetz? I don't know. Good. Now. How could you say that Otniel ben Knaz might have made the Shiurim? It says Ela Mitzvot, which means that no one's allowed to add Ela Shekum Vechazu Vistum. Rather, everyone agrees it's Halam, but they they forgot them and Yabetz reinstituted them, figured, figured them out. Okay? So it's two Pshatim. Now, to summarize, Jack. Oh, no, so he figured it out. From someone had to tell it to him. Oh, so I, I saw a beautiful thing, and I think it's going to connect later on. We want to claim like this. What is this machlokit? Ultimately, it's Alchal Moshe Messinai anyway, right? If they figure it out, they figure it out. No. So Warren says, either it's Alchal Moshe Messinai. And everyone remembered it. And and later on the Gemara say they forgot them and they reinstituted them. It means they forgot they reinstituted but Halakha Moshe Messinai. It was all Halakha Moshe Messinai. Or they forgot it and they and Yavetz figured it out from the Torah, from the from the Klal Prato Klaus in the Torah, was able to figure out what they forgot. And they never they never remembered it. It just happened to be the same thing as Halakha Moshe Messinai. 
you're able, there's, there's two ways to get to Alachal Moshe Mishinai. He could tell you, or you could figure it out from the Drashot. Okay? If you learn like that, that he's figuring it out from the Drashot, it'll come out a big nafkamina later on in the Gemara. We'll see soon. Okay? So pay attention. Either the two Tzadim are, it's Alachal Moshe, they forgot, and they, they, got it, they forgot it in Evlom Shel Moshe, and they re put it back in. That's one way. Or they forgot it completely and he got it from the, and Yavitz got it from the dirt. Now, let's go through everything. The Mishnah says that if a guy drinks a Melol on Yom Kippur, then he chayav cut it. Is enough. In other words, melolugmav sounds like both cheeks are full of, of liquid. We're talking about only one cheek. You have to push it to one side, and it's kibmolugmav. So we're asking a question. So that's Rabbi Huda Mishmul. Ask me about melolugmav. How can Rabbi Huda Mishmul argue with the Mishnah? The Mishnah says melolugmav, full cheeks. Sounds like double cheeks, not kibmolugmav, like it looks full, which is one cheek. It means melolugmav. That's what it says. Emma kibmolugmav. Change the Mishnah to Kimlo Magav. Can't be. How can you change the Mishnah? May TV, it says, Kama Yishtevi Echayav, Betchamim Revit. Betchamai says, Revit. Betchilel says, Melolgmav. He says, Enough for a swallow. So you have four opinions over here. Revit, Melolgmav, Kimlolgmav, and a swallow. So if there's four distinct opinions and two of them are Melogmav and Kilogmav, how can you say when the Mishnah says Melogmav means Kilogmav? You see that this, there, there is an actual opinion that says... Is that what they're saying? He's just maybe he's changing the words of the Mishnah. He's not saying that the Mishnah meant them. Maybe he's saying the Mishnah, it's a mistake in the word. meant to say Kilogmav. But I think what they're saying is what basis do you have for changing the Mishnah? The, we thought the basis of changing the Mishnah was there is no opinion Melogmav. The Mishnah says Melolugmav. It can't be a Melolugmav. It means Kimolugmav. There's no sense of it. But now that you see that someone actually says like that, so what right do you have to change the Mishnah? The Mishnah is what the Mishnah says. My answer is no. Mi adivam atitin. The ukma kishdeshire. Hachinam kishdeshire. Gemara is basically answering what Jack was saying, which is the same way you could change the Mishnah, you could change the Baisa. Gemara says, Iachi hainu rebelezer. But if so, then there's two opinions that are the same in the Mishnah. The Mishnah sounds like it has four opinions, and you're making it three. It's okay in our Mishnah where you're not making, you're not changing, you're just making, you're just changing the quote. But in the Brayta, you're making it from four opinions to three opinions, even though we quote four people. You with me, Yosef? Yes. No, correct, but we have a problem because in the Mishnah, in the sorry, in the Brisa, it lists four opinions. There's there's a Revi'it according to Meishamai, there's a Melolagma according to Beisilu, there's Kimol Melagam according to Behuda, and there's Kedei Gimia according to Rebuda Medeira. So now, if you want to claim that when we said Kimol the Melolagma means Kimol Melagav, then Betilen and Rebuda are saying the exact same thing. Why would they be listed separately in the Brisa? Okay? 
says the Gemara, Ikebenayu milo lugmo dahuk. You're right. But there's a different thing between and 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 Betilel. One is milo lugmav, and one is one is kimlo lugmav dahuk. Okay, so the way they explained it is Does it have to look very, very full when you push it to the side? Or do you have to, does it have to look slightly full? No, no, Betelel is very full, correct. Okay. How could you say that? We have a general rule. In Eduyot, they say that there's only a certain number of cases where Beit Shammai is saying a Kula and Beit Hillel is saying a Chumrah. According to what you're saying now, that Bet Hillel is saying the bigger Kimbalamulgav, which means that it has to be really full on one side, that is bigger than a Revi'it that Bet Shammai said in the Mishnah. You hear what's going on? Amarle. So they answer, Ki it shall be og melechabashan it shall tavle Bet Shammai lechumrah. Mara says that with, you're right. In general, Bet Shammai is Lakuma for most people. But when it comes to Og Melech Habashan, with a very, very big mouth, he's a real big mouth, right? So when it comes to Og Melech Habashan with his big mouth, Bet Shammai is actually a Chumrah because you eat is smaller than Og Melech Habashan's mouth. And when we said, the, if the way I understand, what they're saying is, that the, this Mishnah was talking about Og Melech Habashan, and therefore Bet Shemai was being strict, and that's why it's quoted. Now, Jack is a little unhappy with this, because he's wondering, what, what are you saying, Rabbi? Yes, Rashi explains. Thank you, Rabbi Kasky. Rabbi Kasky's answering Jack. Jack is wondering because Jack is surprised that Og Melech showed up at the in the Tanaim's arguments that he really wanted to know how much he had to eat. Last he, last Jack checked, Og Melech was uh, six feet under, ready from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. So he's wondering why the rabbis are talking about him. To which uh, Rabbi Kasky is explaining that Rashi explains that we're talking about a guy who's. Uh, physique is like Og Melech Bashan. What do you say? Can you say that maybe the Mishnah is talking about a case of like uh, the four Korsot of Pesach and they are less, a less of sure would be Makil? Makil? If you ate the Malilukmah, oh, okay, the Mishnah doesn't say that. Oh, you see, he's got a. Uh, you understand what Ivan's saying? Let me explain. Okay, I understand. Hold on. Let me explain what you're saying to these other rabbis over here. Ivan is saying that why do you have to come on to such a wild case of Og Melech Habashan and guys who look like Og Melech Habashan? Just say very simple. Talking about the Chiyuvim. If you switch it from Isurim to Chiyuvim, like how much wine you need to drink at the center, if you go like that, the smaller the Shi'ur, the more mekil. 
and therefore Beit Shemai could be Lekula in a second. Much easier. Why do you have to go the other way? It could be that the Mishnah was talking about the Mishnah, the, the subject of the Mishnah was Yom Kippur though, Ivan. So uh, on Yom Kippur, you can't get away with what you're saying. It would have been cool. I think they would have rather. I think they would have taken your thing rather than talking about Ogmelech Mashan. It's less, less out there, but uh, that, that's hard to work on Kippur. Says the Gemara, Matki Flar of Zera of Zera asked the question. We have a bomb question. When it comes to eating on Kippur, it doesn't tell you that the. Shi'ur is variable based on your size. We don't say if the guy's a midget, then he can only eat the size of an olive. And if the guy's a og melech habashan, you can eat a hamburger and you're still hungry. And when it comes to shtiyah, you're telling me the kamlohu glav varies based on the size of the person. Why should eating and drinking be different? You should have the same criteria for both. You with me, Ivan, or no? The Chaz Abaya says, the rabbis understand that it's Kakotevet. That makes you come. Batsir Miyachi, less than a kote, less than a date, lo miyat does not make you come. When it comes to drinking, only get, you only get quenched. Your thirst only gets quenched based on your size. So the rabbis know that that's what works. Ask Matki You mean that the whole world, the whole world gets satisfied with the Kotevet? And, and Og Melech Mashan also could eat a Kotevet and be satisfied? How can it be? The guy's Josh. Literally. How can it be that Kotevet's going to work for this fellow? Which means as follows. Our Shi'ur for, for Kippur is that you have to feel full. No, not full. You have to be uh, um, calmed. It has to calm you down. Now, what's called calming you down? calming your hunger. A kotevet makes everyone calm. You and Og. The difference is that you will become hungry again slower than Og Melech Hashan. But everyone gets calmed. Their hunger gets uh, stalled by this. You with us, Rabbi? Okay. Frakti Gilmara Mat Kivlara Basar Shamer Mekotevet you want to say the same size no matter what type of food you eat? How can it be a guy eats uh, a kazayit of uh, steak, another guy eats a kazayit of uh, alfalfa sprouts, you want to say that they're both, uh, both of them are miyatu uh, daita? What does it do to you? Nothing. Zero. A kazayit of... of, of you eat a nice kazayit of, uh, of uh, filet mignon and you're pretty good. Amalei Abayi says no. Same answer. Kim the rabbis know. There is no argument that Kim Lehulah The rabbis know. 
that with this he's come. But Tzimach, you listen that you're not come. Miu basashim and tuva Same answer like Oklahoma. If you have both of them, calm you down. If you have alfalfa sprouts, so then it lasts you for ten minutes. If you have a piece of steak, it'll last you for two hours. But it's still they both calm you down. Matkifla Rava. Rava asked the question also. It says Kedayit because Akilat Paris. We said that there is that the 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 way. How could it be that when it comes to eating a kazayit, when a person eating, uh, let's say chazir, he's eating pig, and he has a kazayit cut up into three parts, and he the kazayit of pig, he eats one part, one part, one part separately. If they're separated more than kedeachila parts, a certain amount of time, it doesn't combine. You don't get malkut. How could it be that the same shiur of kedeachila parts is used for a kazayit, and the same shiur is used for kotevet? A kotev the date for Kippur is much bigger than a kazayit. So what you need, a kadeachila paras vachetzi. Or something more than a, than a kadeachila paras. If the size, if the amount of time it takes to eat a kazayit is shiurim achamim by kadeachila paras, then a kotev has to be take longer to eat. Amalei Abaya, so Abaya answers Rava, kim lehu l'rabanan, tibahachi miyat v'dateh, betvei mehachi lo miyat v'dateh. The Chazal say, and this is the size for calming yourself down. It is It happens to be the same. Yes, I understand the question. Your question is that it shouldn't be the same. But the answer is that we're not over there. You're not talking about me after there. Over there, we're talking when it comes to uh, eating isurim. It's only when you eat the time for eating a meal. But here it's a different shiur. The size is not for eating a meal. The size is for miyat v'zateh. But that happens to be the same shiur. The rabbis know. It says, So, How can it be that also? Which means, there's a rule that when a person eats tameh foods, food that's tameh, it could tamehify you. Okay? How much tamer foods do you have to eat to tamer for you? Half a potus. It's a lot. A nice amount of food. How could it be that a kotevet and a chati potus to make you tamer also tamer potus? Chati potus and a kotevet is the same size? Same amount of time? Papa says, Which means, since eating Tamer foods is only a Tamer de Rabbanan, the rabbis were lenient. And therefore, we, we make you that you barely ever get Tamer unless you eat half a potus in the size that the, the, the fastest way that someone could eat uh, potus. Uh, the other way around. A full potus, yes. Says the Gemara, Umi Amra Papa Hachi, did the Papa really say? That tumat ochlim is not deoraita. Vachtiv doesn't it say los tamu bahem v'netmeitem bam? Don't get tamer with these creatures because you'll get tamer with them. Remember, Papa, we can't tumat ochlim gviyat deoraita. We see that getting tamer from eating tamer foods is deoraita, and our Papa said that. So how can our Papa say it's not deoraita? He's on quote as saying that it is deoraita. Says the Gemara, midrabanan. 
He's only saying to the Ran. It's only an Asmachta from the Pasuk. Says the Gemara, Kol HaOchlim, we said in the Mishnah, Kol HaOchlim mitztarfim lekazayit. All foods combine for a kazayit. Which means that if you eat two different types of foods, together, even though each one is only half a kazayit, if you eat it together, it combines, I'm sorry, not for a kazayit, for a kotev for a date. Amar Rapa says, Ochil umtza umilcha. If a guy eats raw meat with the salt on the raw meat, mitzaref, it combines to to a kotevet to make you chayav. Vaav al gab dilav achilahu. Even though salt is not achila, and if a guy would eat a kotevet of salt, yuck, on Yom Kippur, he would not be. Chayav, because it's not called eating. So if something's not called eating, how could it combine with meat to be called eating? Says Since people eat it together, they still combine. Okay. There's a machloket exactly, whether this applies to other things. But it seems like over here that when things are eaten together, they become one. Amr Shlakish. If you have, uh, let's say you have, um, salt water that you pour on the fruit, on the vegetables to eat it together as a sauce. It could combine the sauce with the yerek to equal the kakotevet, to be chayav. pshita, of course. You might have thought that since it's a drink, therefore it can't combine. Anything that's made to prepare the food is like food. And therefore, the dressing can be counted as a... as a... for uh, a Now, whether, how far that goes, again, is my chloka. I was talking about getting around. Liquid with food come together to make a, a kotevet over here. We're saying, but it's lav dafke, it works anywhere else besides Yom Kippur. There's a machloket acharonim, whether it could work in other places besides Kippur that you could combine liquids and salads together for other things. Amarish Lakish. Ha'ochel achila gasa b'yom Kippur. This is a famous Gemara. If a guy comes in on the night of Kippur and he stuffed himself to the gills and therefore he's walking and he can't eat another thing and yet someone pushes him and he eats on Kippur size of a date and let him eat an actual date so he ate a whole date after he's so stuffed he doesn't want to eat anything else that's called achila gasa eating like an animal and since it's not normal eating your patur on Kippur you're not chayav my time what's the reason it says when it says you can't we, we said that any person who doesn't pain himself is chayav now Painting yourself means that you eat at a time when it doesn't hurt you. But eating when it hurts you is painting yourself, and therefore it's not called eating on Kippur. Says the Gemara, If a non-Kohen eats Tiruma, which means he was stuffed from eating Chulin, and then he eats a piece of Truma, Achilagasa, he has to pay back the truma for the value of the food. But the value of the fifth, 
which is added when you enjoy truma, you don't pay. Why? Pasuk says when you eat truma, prat excluding mazik, a guy who's hurting himself when you eat. And therefore, you're not chayav for the chomash. If you have a non-Kohen, that he eats, if you remember, in Berachot, we said the word koses is a word that we use when a guy eats something in a weird manner, right? Here the guy's eating seorim shel truma. Most people don't eat seorim because it's bad for you. Same thing. We say he pays the keren and not the chomesh, not the fifth, because pasuk says kiyochal excuse mazik. One more little piece. Amar shizivi, Amar Yochanan. Zar shepalaz shizifin shetruma. If you have a non kohen who swallows truma plums, veheki an, and he throws them up. Ve'achlan achen, and someone else eats the thrown up plums. Rishon, the first guy, he pays the keren and the chomash because he ate them. Sheni, the second guy, and from El he doesn't pay keren or chomash. Why? Because since the first guy ate them, they already got eaten, and this, and once they got spit out, they're just like pieces of wood. They're not truma anymore because truma already got the money back from the first guy, and therefore it's just like wood. So I owe you for eating your wood. And that's all. I don't have to be kenan or chomish. Now, on this beautiful note, I think we'll stop and go to breakfast. No? You want to get some <laughs> No, it's a perfect time to go to breakfast from, from the case of the guy throwing up and whatever. I know he wants to be hungry. Let's all kiss you. Bezat Hashem. Enjoy. Bon appetit. What?